Good morning, good evening and good afternoon all and welcome to this fortnight's instalment of the Ish Plus 6 podcast. Same podcast, different name. On this episode I'm joined by London-based rapper Joe Jazz. Joe Jazz is a rapper originally from Atlanta who has been on the rise over the course of the past few years, winning the Vans Musicians Wanted contest last year and releasing three albums, all with bangers, no mash. I go by Ish. Let's get weird. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fortnight's installment of the Ish Plus Six podcast. Today, I am joined by Joe Jazz. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's hey, get a round up, of applause. My head bad, <laughs> tiny right now. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, Joe Jazz, how, how are you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm good. We, we live in, you feel me? We live in. Yeah, exactly, man. We're living. I wanted to talk about a number of things today. Um, Vans Musicians Wanted was one of them. How did you get involved with that? Tell us a little bit about it first, and then we can get into all of the um, like how it's the other things. Yeah, okay. Um, it's just like artists just put through their music to perform with an artist, like a big artist. This time it was Anderson Park. And then they select through like, I think 40,000 people. They select... I think they would let down to five and then from the five they would have let down to like the winner and then i became the winner and then uh, they give you like little opportunities obviously the main thing was the performance but we had covid so like um i've just been doing like ads and stuff that's crazy man but yeah no i mean i'd imagine that you had like a video video call with anderson pack or something at one point is that yeah um, I was saying, I'd imagine you had like a video call with Anderson Pack at one point or something like that. I think I did, like, but this is like years ago, like years ago, like on SoundCloud, and I was just like uploading random shit. Right. Okay. Um, so I know you got added to a couple of playlists and things like that, and just tell me a little bit more about what happened when you won. Um, uh, they called me and said, "Hey, you won," and I went. Oh! <laughs> um yeah then they um i guess the playlist there's only one playlist it was the vans playlist like they did that and then i recorded a little ad for their playlist so it's like hey man my name's jokes and if you want to listen to my song go and click you know them corny ads like you got Instagram? <laughs> yeah like, i know hey, man. man my name's steve and swipe up to listen to my new song bro those things like honestly back when i was back when i was broke and i didn't have spotify premium those things used to be the bane of my life because nine times out of ten the artists are just whack like i don't know about you but for me personally the artists that come up on those i mean you're good though i actually vibe with quite a few of your tracks um appreciate it appreciate it like there's this one that went viral a little while ago. I think his name's like Nico B or something like that. Nico B, the the, the McDonald's kid. Bro, that track bro's the biggest waffler ever, honestly. Like he just waffled throughout that song. Talking about um It's for uh, the kids. Yeah, that's true, it's, man. You know what I mean? The little TikTok kids, you know what I mean? Man, I don't know. I mean, yeah, th- let's talk a little bit about TikTok, actually. What do you think about TikTok and, like, the effects of that on the music industry? Is that um, a big thing to you, or is it... Personally, nah. Like, um, I feel like... I think, it, I think it's hard. I think it's super sick how, like, it's come up and it just kind of circumvents um, how a lot of people can come up, like, the internet in general. Like, 
it's obviously just another birth of that another thing from the internet that artists can like capitalize off and like it's very interesting like the whole dances and like how things as soon as it blows up on tiktok it's like that's yummy you know I mean? you're kind of out of here and yeah i find it interesting i feel like um it is for a certain artist i know a lot of people tell me yo joe man you need to get the tiktok bro you're so funny and i'm like i don't really want to get a tiktok because i don't want another app on my phone what i wanted to talk about was the fat llama clothing line tell me a little bit about that because how i see it is you know bright colors um obviously there's the whole the big logo being the llama tell me a little bit about that oh yeah of course yeah that's a pretty dope t-shirt i mess with that um yeah and yeah just tell me a little bit about that where it all started and what you want to achieve with the fat llama clothing line um i guess like the fat llama shit started in 20 the end of 2014 um I basically wanted it to be like a skate brand for me and my friends because we were just skating. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to film skate videos. So obviously was filming skate videos and stuff. And then I thought, well, I'm going to change my whole channel to Fat Llama. I'm going to make it more like a brand type shit. So obviously I started making the clothes with it. I had um, my music under it. So anytime I'd release, it would be like my record label, basically, but like my own. And like, yeah, so anything I'd release, I'd put it under. So then I was like, yeah, let's get the clothes popping. And then it developed into other stuff like um, me doing the playlist, the radio, interviewing artists. Like, um, yeah, it's just like ways to get opportunities. And now I do like the speaker in the park thing, which I'm actually doing today. Nah, yeah, so it's just basically that. It's just like kind of world building, I guess. Cause like, I feel like as an artist, like world building is really key. It lets people like know uh, about you and connect with you in a different way because now like people are like oh snap they there's this 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 and this and you can feel like you're a part of it so yeah yeah that's crazy man and yeah it's crazy how something as simple as clothes like fabric on your back can make you feel extra devoted to another artist you know or extra devoted to other people it's like it's almost like a bat signal or something you know you go out there and you see it and you're like yo I know that guy's cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, tell me about the speaker in the park thing because I've seen. I think I saw one of the other um, people, DJ or something like that. I can't remember his his name. This punk artist. I saw one of them on TikTok oh, a little Dej, while ago. Dej, Dej. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, tell me yeah. a bit about speaker in the park. You know. Um. Basically, it was like fuck we have no shows and like last year that was there was a bit that opened up well it was like where we had eat out to help out before they like fucked us again (laughs) (laughs) that was the dumbest thing ever i don't know what boris was thinking with eat out to help out it was ridiculous but i thought fuck since things are opening up and we're allowed like um people outside and like a lot of people were starting to do like outside events and stuff i was like let me just put on events because like when was the last time i did a show so i started that last year and then obviously at the start of this year when um things when they opened up again like, um I, I was like cool let's reinstate it so it's just basically like it's basically the fat llama events i've been doing for like the past five years but like it's just like cool since like we can't do it in a venue right now let me just go to a park let me just grab the speaker i have grab this mic i have and fucking like get lit and like um more and more people have started to know about it and like it's just sick 
yeah yeah it's sick man because you know all of these big events all of these thing well i say all of the yeah all of these big events you know they always start from something small like even glastonbury that only had like maybe a few thousand people it's mm -hmm. first time happening and now it's got thousands but i don't know it's like tens of thousands hundreds i don't know yeah. if it's hundreds of thousands but it's like definitely loads been, of people loads of people same with reading and leeds you know and mm -hmm. I, <laughs> it's funny because with Reading and Leeds and all these other festivals that are supposed to be happening this year, I keep on getting asked by people if I'm um, planning on going to any festivals. Yeah. And like, I look at them and I think, do you honestly think that some of that this end of lockdown thing is going to last until those festivals? You know, I might be speaking a little bit too soon, but mm -hmm. I don't. I can't. I can't see the festival's actually happening. I wouldn't put it past the government now. Like, the, the, the way they've been capping in and out, I, for me, for my only personal, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even putting out there that it won't be, but I, like, I know what these motherfuckers have done. Like, they've been, we'll never do another lockdown and find out we're in our third lockdown. Like a hokey pokey kind of thing, you know, in, I, out, in, out, you shake all about. How peak is it that we have numbers for the lockdowns you know we're able to say oh yeah lockdown one was the best one lockdown oh, two was the worst oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro come on That's i mean we also had brexit can't forget about that shit oh man it's it's ridiculous but we don't need to get into politics this is um <laughs> this this isn't what we're about here um i want to talk about one of the lines on one of your tracks the name escapes me right now it's but yes third one isn't it yeah i hope it's the third one third one yeah. on <laughs> i was i want to talk about one of the lines talking about you being in detention because teacher said there was a deficit to your attention um i want to ask if you have you know anything you'd like to say to people you know who were around the age that you were when you were in detention who may be going through something similar in terms of whether it's ADHD, ADD, or anything like that? Um, shit. I don't know. It's like, it's funny because I was like, like looking back on it, I'm just like, I was just a, being a kid, a kid being a kid. And it was just like, I don't think the way school is set up is for everyone, if that makes sense. Like some people can sit down for hours some people can't and i was one of them kids who couldn't yeah it was honestly just like it was just i couldn't keep my attention like at all and it was just like it wasn't even like oh i'm trying to be disruptive i'm trying to fuck about like even now like i'm like 20 something like i still find it like if i'm at a place and like people are talking i get bored i'll like walk off or like just do something else and it's just like you kind of gotta know that you're you gotta be you got to know that in yourself, you're good. I would say that to any kid. Just be like, yeah, I'm a fucking kid. I'm, a, I'm like, living up. Don't let them, like, fucking, like, like, because they be giving kids pills and shit. Be like, oh, calm down. Like, no, like, this is, like, a child. They're supposed to be excited and, like, want to learn new things and be off the wall. I mean, that's how, like, the most, that's how you become creative. Like, even, like, you don't, like, music and arts is the only way to be creative, even in, like, like very like what you call it, like academic things you can be super creative and i feel like put, telling people hey yo quiet down and like dimming people is like really 
heart harping in on their creativity like it's like putting it down like yeah that's how i feel about that so i'm like if you're a kid and you're in detention just say fuck it bro you're, you're living like some of the best times in your life so just have fun in detention fuck the teacher i mean don't fuck the teacher <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, sometimes I'll be hearing some of those stories, you know, about America and the teachers and all of that. And I'll just be thinking, man, where, where were these teachers when I was at school? <laughs> yo, yo, the teacher's giving out pussy. What? Like, what's going on? What? Where were they? Oh, man. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Because literally, schools, it's almost as if they work to hinder creativity you know and to put you in line with everyone else yeah and i feel like there definitely should like creativity should be encouraged a lot more in school yeah 100 because like even like i said i was like it's not even just for like art and like music and stuff it's like for everything i feel like creativity can like let's say if i'm uh I'm landscaping the area and like I just have like wild ideas like to be able to experiment like that is crazy and like that can like birth something new you feel me or like um if you're trying to find the equation you're a scientist and like just because your brain was allowed to divert like a couple times now you found the cure for like cat you know what I mean like cancer or something exactly but people won't see it like that they're just like well no you're being like you're not being what you should be you should be and I'm like that's something throughout life that I feel like that song, that line in that song is basically that, like, yeah, that it's just like. It's basically, it's basically that whole explanation, but compiled into one sentence, I guess. Basically, yeah. Yeah, just summarized. Yeah, like they thought I had a deficit to my attention, but like, no, I had attention. Just not for you. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. And honestly, that's probably, that's that. What you just said there, that probably summarizes, summarizes it perfectly. I had attention, just not for you, just not for this Basically, um, yeah. subject, you know, that makes perfect sense. Um, I want to ask, you've released, I think, three albums it is. Yeah. And I just want to know what the most rewarding thing about making and releasing a project is to you. Um, what's the most rewarding thing? Uh, I guess it's like making it is definitely very rewarding. Like just like when I fully like have mixed it and I'm like, wow, this is mixed 90,000 million and it's there. The snare sounds okay. There is no weird frequency in it. That's always a great like thing. And like, what else? I'm trying to think like, you know what? I feel like when I put it out, when I like it's finished, I finished the artwork, the music videos are out and like, it's been out there. I'm like, yeah, that feels great. Like I've just released my child into the earth. Go and breathe. It almost feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah, and you just really hope that it gets, that your child gets accepted by everyone else for for what it is, you know, or who it is. Yeah, man. I mean, also, it's like, shit, my, my kid might be, like, a bit stupid. So <laughs> if people don't like my kid, fuck them. I like my kid. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? That's all that matters at the end of the day, because in a few years, it could be regarded as a classic. Just look what happened with... Never know. Look what happened with Jesus or... Um, 
I guess Cherry Bomb. I don't know what happened with Cherry Bomb at the start, but Yeezus. I mean, no, people are clowning both of those albums. Both <laughs> of those albums were, were clown worthy. And now they that they're like, and now they're regarded as classics. I mean, you get artists who literally got inspired to make their music from those yeah. albums. Like, I'm pretty sure Playboy Carti, his entire discography. Oh, bro, like that whole the whole vamp shit. Like what he's on now is like that is from that era because the whole distortion, the whole like wild vocals. It's like maybe it wasn't the only thing because obviously there's like punk music and stuff and like. There's all of that, but I'm sure like that played like a little part in it, or even just that having that sound. Let's say it didn't even influence him, but the way that that sound at one point people are clowning it. I mean, people did clown them. Uh, what you call it? Whole lot of red, but yeah, now a lot of people are. like. You know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. You know I mean, they what they singing? What they singing? They saying. They whole lot of dead or something. I, I don't know, man. They just they just clowning it. <laughs> Bro, honestly, when the, the first day I heard it, Sky Vamp Anthem and Sky is a banger, bro. Oh man, Sky, Sky has is a banger. I, it's crazy, of man. I, I need energy. to be an A and R. I listened to Sky and I was like, this is the one. And then he did a music video for it. I was like, yeah. Oh man, I probably I probably should have asked this right at the very beginning. Um. Tell me a little bit about you being based originally from Atlanta and then coming through to the UK. I would, I'd, like, I would, like, I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. Um, I used to live over there. I was a young boy. The young boy went over here into the Londinium and came to live and breathe. He breathed a new oxygen, <laughs> a European oxygen. An oxygen so divine, he stayed for years upon years. And now that man sits here before you in the Ish Plus Six spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. <laughs> Fair enough, man. I like that. I made it to a little story for you, man. A little um, fairy tale. That's going to be that's gonna be on the TikTok highlights. That's, <laughs> that's great, man. Um... But yeah, no, which, like, how old were you when you moved to the UK, to London and all of that? That was like, I was like 12. 12, okay. And how long have you lived here then since 12? Well, if we do the math, <laughs> the kid just turned 25, pretty old. So that's, 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 that's not too old. Woo! You're still in your 20s, so, Woo! you know, it's, you still got oh, time. Oh, no, bro, I'm ancient, bro. <laughs> you still got time, man. There's no need to oh, worry. Oh, my back. Oh, my back. <laughs> <laughs> I have one final question before I let you go on your way because Hit me I know that it. you have the whole speaker in the park thing to get to. That's yeah. That's, you yeah. are heard by everyone on earth right now. A microphone shows up in front of you. It's connected mm-hmm. to the, the sky. Everyone can hear you. Okay. It's connected for 10 seconds. What yeah. do you say? Balls. <laughs> That's it. That's all. I'm just, I'm just gonna go balls, and then everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know what? I mean, that's 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 me not thinking about anything and like just going, "Whoa, everyone can hear me." Let me say something stupid. 
<laughs> you know what? That's probably that's probably one of the best ones I've heard so far. I ask this Words? question to everyone I interview, and that's probably one of the best ones. Balls. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy, man. I'm I mess with that. Ladies and gentlemen, no thanks to technical difficulties on my side, but special thanks to Joe Jess. Thank you. <laughs> for appearing on this episode of the Shane Anagans podcast. Thank you so much, Joe Jess. Um, listeners, stay ish amazing. I still haven't figured out an Ooh. ending. Ooh. And I will see you all next time. <laughs>